It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On Today. Is there enough room in the Big 12 for both Texas Tech and West Virginia? A reflection on the life of Kobe Bryant. Plus, what is the future for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. McBride with 12 seconds to go. Go. Uses a screen. Gets to the baseline. Off balance. He's got it. Six seconds to go. Here comes McClung. A one-point game. McClung floats one. Just off the rim, and West Virginia steals it on a McBride game winner. Deuce is wild tonight. It was supposed to be a knockdown, dragout fight, a rock fight in the Big 12. Instead, a Big 12 football game broke out, and West Virginia came back to shock the number 10 Texas Tech Red Raiders. Deuce McBride hit the game winner, the call you just heard, lifting the 11th-ranked Mountaineers with the last two of his 24 points, and they get the win. Joining me now to break it down, Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12. Josh, this was a terrific basketball game. When we look back on it now, who do you think this is going to teach us more about long-term? I I think it has to be West Virginia because – Texas Tech showed us how good they were against Texas. We know their quality from that win on the road in Austin. West Virginia was a team that had not won back-to-back Big 12 conference games yet this season. And that was my question I pitched in the show today. Could they get it done? I didn't think it would look like this. It was supposed to be a rock (laughs) fight. But the Deuce McBride-Mac McClung battle in the end, that was some of the best theater, some of the best shot-for-shot action that we've seen all season long incredibly entertaining and this was the win that West Virginia needed and Bob Bob Huggins group man they fought back from 10 down the second half and got it done it was pretty impressive they both seem like teams who can make deep runs and and compete for the ultimate prize which team do you think comes forward here and and elevates above the rest Texas Tech and that's because I believe they have the one of the three best coaches in college basketball they and Mac McClung now is establishing himself as a guy who can be that guard. Like this team should have closed this game out, in my opinion, Texas Tech, with that lead. They should have closed the game out, but they allowed West Virginia to stay in it way too long. They have the horses to beat anybody in March, and that's especially because of their guard play. I, I think they in March will probably start Terrence Shannon. Um, and I think a backcourt, you know, he's kind of a guard slash forward. I think a backcourt of him and McClung is gonna cause a lot of problems for him because or for other teams because one, McClung's athleticism, and two, Shannon's size. Those two guys can cause you so many issues uh, defensively. So I think because of that and their coaching, 
that's the team that I would favor. But West Virginia tonight, they showed me everything I wanted to see. That's a team that can definitely at least reach the Sweet 16. Coming up, a year after a tragic helicopter crash claimed the life of Kobe Bryant and eight others, we take some time to reflect on how Kobe became the legend he was and what you need to know in order to be locked on today after this. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet online there's only one place that has you covered one place we trust for all your gambling needs and that's betonline.ag and right now when you sign up for a free account at betonline and use the promo code locked on you will get a 50 percent welcome bonus imagine that a sports book giving you money books are not in the habit of giving away money and yet just because you listen to the show they will give you that 50% deposit bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. It's not just the NFL right now. The NBA is in full swing. Hockey is back. And guess what? Baseball will be here before you know it. So make sure you're making money on all the info you're getting from shows like ours. Right now, locked on is the promo code to get that 50% welcome bonus because Bet Online is your online sportsbook expert. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And trust me, I've tried them all. Most of them are gritty, they're chalky, they're difficulty. You don't want to eat them, and so you don't end up eating them. These are different. They are delicious, and they absolutely deliver on that promise as the best-tasting protein bar ever. They're the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and you can see why with flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, and so many more. I love them. My wife loves them. Now she is eating them more often than I am. I'm going and looking in my box and I'm seeing half-eaten bars going, hey, what's going on here? And it's because she's eating them. And the best part, it's guilt-free. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Plus, right now, Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The NBA and the NBA Players Association are discussing the possibility of holding an all-star game in early March, with Atlanta emerging as the likely site. The traditional All-Star Weekend, previously scheduled for Indianapolis in February, was canceled because of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Sources tell ESPN that there are ongoing talks with the league and the union about a March 7th game in Atlanta that would be a far scaled down version of your typical All-Star Weekend festivities. And the NBA may be considering an All-Star game. However, everyday games are being postponed due to COVID-19. The Spurs and Pelicans game last night was postponed, as well as the Kings and the Grizzlies game. The Major League Baseball Players Association has turned down the latest MLB proposal for the universal designated hitter and an expanded playoff format, according to MLB Network. The union stance has been all along that it did not want to talk about a trade-off with the Universal DH, which benefits a group of players in return for expanded playoffs, which affects everyone. Nonetheless, MLB included the two items in the proposal, and that concept has been turned down. Wide receiver Martavis Bryant, who has not played in the NFL since 2018, 
because of an indefinite suspension for multiple drug policy violations, has signed with the Toronto Argonauts of the Canadian Football League. Bryant's last season in the NFL was with the then Oakland Raiders in 2018 when he had 19 receptions for 266 yards in 12 games. You know it's been a long time since you played in the NFL when the team you used to play for no longer plays in that city. Here's another story you can't go without. A reflection on the life of Kobe Bryant. As the sports world remembers the life of Kobe Bryant a year after the horrific helicopter crash, the Rejecting the Screen podcast spoke with so many players who were a part of Kobe's life. Here's a preview of Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko looking back at the younger days of Kobe Bryant. As his national reputation grew, his status as a local legend was exploding. There were even rumors of the Lower Marion High School prodigy practicing with the Sixers and dominating the Sixers star wing Jerry Stackhouse in games of one-on-one. Rex Walters was on the Sixers in 96 and told us how he remembered it. Kobe did come to practices, or he would come afterwards and come work out at St. Joe's, because me not knowing who Kobe was, like, you know, once again, I, I didn't follow high school basketball. I was an NBA player. I wasn't into that. I'm sitting there. I'm, 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 I'm leaving to go. Uh, home. I'm, I'm kind of straightening it up in the locker room and, and Kobe sure enough walks in. And I'm like, just making conversation with this kid. I'm like, Hey, you know, uh, what you doing here? Like, yeah, I'm going to go work out. And I'm like, Oh, you pretty good player. Like this guy had to be looking at me like, what, what are you some kind of idiot or something? Cause then, you know, and then I'm like, well, you know, what schools you're looking at? He's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm talking to Kansas. I'm talking to Carolina. He's like, but there's one other thing I'm thinking about. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I was like, well, Hey, you know, Dean Smith was a great coach for Michael Jordan. You know, you should think about Carolina. Obviously, Coach Williams is my coach, great coach. You should think about those schools, trying to trying to help out my guy. Uh, you know, next next thing you know, next preseason game, this guy's freaking like yelling over to his point guard, Nick Van Exel, like, hey, you know, I'm guarding. I'm like, I got a mouse over here. I got a mouse. I'm like, man, that's, that's a little disrespectful. I tried to help you, my man, and, and, and you're calling mouse in the house on me. So obviously he had to be thinking to himself, what is this guy talking about? So back to Kobe as the nation's top high school player and those rumors we are hearing of Kobe regularly beating Stackhouse one-on-one. We talked to Jeff Perlman, who wrote the incredible book, Three Ring Circus, Kobe, Shaq, Phil, and the crazy years of the Laker dynasty. He said that story was all fabricated. It's crap. Like, it's actually crap. It's just total BS. And, um... It's funny because uh, I basically I reached out to because you hear all these stories, right? You hear all these stories about Kobe and he's he's with the Sixers and he's lighting them up and blah blah blah. And he was definitely a, a great player and definitely showed his skills. And the guys were like, "Yeah, this guy's going to be something." But um, I reached out to Stackhouse via Twitter. I, I profiled Stackhouse for the Wall Street Journal years ago, and I just reached out to him. Hmm. I don't have a tweet in front of me, but he wrote like, <laughs> "I'm sure like you, you." This is the first thing I think of when people say we're so and so regret having spoken about Kobe, like he basically said, I've never heard Kobe say they were true, but I've also never heard him say they were false. So ask him. Um, <laughs> and like the thing that I, I think is really cool about Kobe and the, uh, and the Sixers workouts, he did not dominate Jerry Stackhouse, pure BS, but he took it to those guys. Um, imagine being, I remember I ran college, I ran uh, cross country at university of Delaware. And I remember my first year freshman, freshman year, I went out to run with the rest of the team. And they were all seniors, and these guys were like all state and all county and all these great runners. And I was terrified. 
Like I was absolutely terrified. I just wanted to hang with him. I was terrified. I was scared. I was just praying I'd be able to do it. This guy's running with the Philadelphia 76ers as a high school kid and like holding his own and doing it. Like that's insane. And then the other thing when he was in high school that I really like is he would work out. I got to remember the specifics. He would, I'm going to actually reread the book before it comes out. So, I, you know, um, which is sad that you have to do, but you do have to do is he, um, he would work out and he drove from one workout to another workout place in the summer and made sure the heat in his car would be at full blast as he was driving just to build up his endurance. So like, I think he worked out at a track. It was like a 90 degree day outside in Philly, very humid, hot, gets in the car, blasts the heat all the way, drives to the other workout. Like he did little things like that that were just absolutely insane all the time. For more, download and subscribe to Rejecting the Screen, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. What is the future for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Our cue of the day is next. One more break to talk about our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counter guy orders the parts off his computer, choosing only from the brands his warehouse happens to carry? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com and shop for yourself for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, Rock Auto is always the reliably low price for you and the same for a professional, not two different prices. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com now and see all of the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. This Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Agree or disagree? This is the cue of the day. I wouldn't pay much attention to it. I think frustration, disappointment, hurt, pain, all were in that uh, that sound bite. Look, there, there's no way the Packers would do anything to jeopardize losing Aaron. The, you know, unless Aaron just chooses to retire, which I I would be shocked. The guy's playing better now than he's ever played. And without him, you certainly wouldn't have been even close to where you were yesterday. And and I think the same would it will go for next year. And and it's really the the next few years if he chooses to play, I wouldn't buy, pay much attention to what he said. Um, 
I've been there. It's it's so I mean it hurts. It's painful. The last thing you want to do is think about next year because you just had a major disappointment, and that's what you're hearing in that uh, soundbite. That was Brett Favre discussing Aaron Rodgers' postgame comments. Of course, he knows a thing or two about being late in his career and being frustrated with his team, his team being the Green Bay Packers, and of course, he knows Rodgers well. Joining me now to talk about the prospect of Aaron Rodgers' discontentment with the Green Bay Packers, Brian Peacock from Peacock and Williamson. Brian, this was the story of Monday, one that I think in a lot of ways even overshadowed the Super Bowl matchup. Do you think there is a real chance Aaron Rodgers could be on the move this offseason? Yeah, the big question, I think, is trying to figure out if Rodgers can wear number 12 that is actually retired already by ex-49er uh, John Brody <laughs> in San Francisco. So. Is he going to wear 12? Is he going to have to go to 13? But I, it's a great, this, I mean, this offseason is going to be so nuts. And that's why people like Peter Bukowski and Brian Peacock can have the jobs that we have, right? Because it's so fun. And as soon as I see that comment from Aaron Rodgers after the game, I'm like, yes, this is great because this is going to be just another wrinkle in this crazy offseason to go with Watson and Watson and Stafford and Dak Prescott. And I mean, look, a, uh, uh, I think Brett Favre knows a thing or two, but you know who else is pretty plugged in right now is Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter thinks there's going to be 18 new starting quarterbacks in 2021 around the league, and uh, it's insane, and he put some names out there, and Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Garoppolo were two of the names on the list. Now, I don't think that it's necessarily likely that Rodgers would get moved, but it's not completely impossible, and, and the reason I say that is, one, the contract which there's a lot of dead money, obviously, but they would actually have more cap space if they did trade Rodgers than they have now. So it's not like it's, it's something that they can't do because there's a big cap hit. It's possible. And they would they would clear Ooh. all of that money in, in the 2022 season. When they eat all the money in the dead cap money in 2021, yes. it frees up basically all of that money. I think it's $40 million in 2022. So from that standpoint, it does make some sense. And to your point about Adam Schefter, he doesn't usually just say stuff, right? He is not in the habit of just, right. you know, throwing stuff against the wall and hoping it sticks. That's also true of guys like ESPN's Rob Domofsky, Jason Wildey of The Athletic, Matt Schneidman. Those guys are in the building every day. And it this these comments from Rogers struck them too. But to me... This, these were the comments of a guy who has been introspective this season. He has been, you know, very self-aware. And from the moment the Packers Jordan Love or drafted Jordan Love, they have been upfront. He has been upfront about how he's felt about that. And the Packers have tried to say all the right things about it. Obviously, Rodgers is upset in the heat of the moment. But here's the here's the biggest thing. Rodgers knows how Brett Favre exited knows how that went. That's why it's so appropriate to get his comments. Rodgers has said outright he does not want his career in Green Bay to end that way. Here's what I think this is, Brian. This is a superstar player who was really upset, who was understanding that this was perhaps his last best shot to win a Super Bowl. Do I think that leads him to the nuclear option? No. But do his comments make me like 1% more likely to think that he might, okay, that much I can give you. Right. And I think it would have to be a situation at least this year. And it, like Rodgers would have to force himself out basically and say, look, 
let's let's do this. This has to happen this way, and I'm going to flex, and we're going to try to make this thing happen. And the Packers drafted a first-round quarterback for a reason, right? They, they must have had some sort of a plan. Was that plan a two-year plan, a one-year plan, a four-year plan? Rookie contracts are only cheap for so long. We don't really know what Jordan Love is. He never played this year. There were no preseason games. I have no idea what to think if he's ready, if he's close to ready. Uh, he wasn't playing over Tim Boyle on the depth chart right in Green Bay, so I wouldn't expect that they're ready to go with Jordan Love next year. They still have a, a team that is of championship caliber to continue to compete, and Aaron Rodgers is even better this year than he was the year before, and, and he should probably take home that MVP award. So really, on, and on most levels, it doesn't make any sense that Rodgers would actually be moved, but I will say that it's not impossible, and I think this offseason is shaping up to at least be a lot of fun. And finally, Jenna Schroeder and Natalie Sago are the first female duo to officiate the same NBA game. The duo was part of the team officiating Hornets Magic in Orlando last night. The Magic beat the Hornets 117-108. What was that history like? History is made in the NBA. Hi, my name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the host of Locked On Magic. The Orlando Magic defeat the Charlotte Hornets 117 to 108, and history is made as two women officiate a basketball game for the first time in NBA history, first time together in NBA history. I'd like to say that there was a lot to say about it, but they're officials, and the good news is there wasn't anything to say. You barely noticed they were out there, which means it was a well-officiated game. There were a couple reviews at the end of the game that did not go the Magic's way, but honestly, they made the correct call. Again, that's what officials are supposed to do. So history made in the NBA. And the best part is you didn't even notice it. Be sure to tune into Locked On Magic for the latest on the Orlando Magic, a complete recap of this game. Subscribe wherever you download podcasts today. Now that you got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked On Bets and download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Wednesday, another monster matchup in the Big 12 is number five, Texas. Takes on number 24, Oklahoma. We'll have that and a lot more. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.